Jared Elson and Tosh talk about all things reality TV and sometimes other things if we want to. Depends on the day. It Most does. likely other things. Usually it's other things. <laughs> we have a We're lot. back on a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's not that morning though. It's more it's like early afternoon. Morning. I think it's so early. It's always a bright and early morning. <laughs> I, I can mean, hear the birds chirping. The rooster is crowing. Yeah. There's a dog directly outside my window right now. And if it barks, I'm going to be so mad. What? Don't you live on like the third floor? I live on the first floor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. So people can just look in your window? Yeah. And I could look back at them with intent and uh, and disgust. Do you have have a curtain? Uh, no, I have no curtains, no blind, just an open window at all times. You're lying. For real? Are you serious? You're lying right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like a fishbowl. It's like a, it's like a zoo enclosure. You're lying. I don't like that. It's not April Fool's he, Day. He might be. do this to us. I don't care if he's lying. I wouldn't put it past Arizona apartment buildings to. No, to I have, to I, I, I have, I have blinds and covers. So yeah, that's and I, good. <laughs> I always keep them blacked out. So. I live in my dark bubble. Love that. <laughs> well. Um, how are you guys doing? Kind of good. Yeah, that's all right, good. I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm okay. I mean, I just saw Morbius, so actually no, I'm doing pretty good. You didn't good. <laughs> see Morbius. You did not see Morbius. I did, it was phenomenal. And uh, we're going to be talking about twice. Morbius. Just for yeah, the post credit scene, I've seen it twice. We're gonna be Gosh. talking about it for the whole podcast because we don't really have anything else. April Fool's Day prank to Garrett and I was telling us that he liked the movie Morbius. This is basically our April Fool's episode because uh, it's the closest April Fools. So I, all we that's, are I, the April Fools. I only did one April Fool's joke this year, and it was telling Kyle that I was pregnant, and then just going with it for like an hour or so. Um, and then at the end I said April Fools. He was like, no shit. <laughs> I saw a TikTok. I this like I'm sorry if you hate if you're offended by this, Garrett. It gave me such Garrett energy. I saw a TikTok of these girls who hid their coffee table like in their apartment and gaslit their third roommate into thinking that they never had a coffee table. Yeah, no, that's the third that's one awesome. would be Kyle. The other two would be me and John. Yeah, we did it. It's happened. It, <laughs> it, it was so, it was like a girl like <laughs> crying because she thought that they had a coffee table. And they did it. I mean, we took Kyle's mattress one time, hid it underneath John's bed. This was before we even lived in the same room. We got Alex's roommate at the time to let us in. We stole his mattress, put it underneath John's bed. And then every time Kyle would come looking for it, we would just lie. And so we had no idea where it was. And then I told him that the guy who his ex was flirting with when they were also still the guy kind of together, I saw him with the mattress. So he <laughs> wanted to go ask him about it. Is this April Fool's or just a No, good- this is just a regular old night, <laughs> freshman year. Oh my God. I... <laughs> Personally, I'm too dumb for April Fools. 
I would, I, what I did for April, how I celebrated is I was at my office working at my job. Work in your apartment? That's like part sometimes, but I usually work in an office, but I would go to the office and I would compliment all my friends and then retract it and say April Fool's. Like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you look so good today. You look so good. I love your hair clip. April Fool's, sucker. (laughs) That's so mean. I can't think of a time where I I ever had a successful April Fool's. My only like memorable April Fool's joke was I put garlic powder in like boxed mac and cheese when I was making for my brother. But it was good. Ooh, how dare you? Yes, that sounds good. I was like 10 or something like that. I was really young. One time I pranked my brother by seasoning his food. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. But now I like never know what day it is. And even if I do like in my brain know what day it is, that doesn't like click in my brain that like what I'm experiencing is connected to a day. So I can see April Fool stuff all the time and like not think anything of it. I think uh, I think the best April Fool's joke ever is when we said we were going to watch a full season of the challenge on the podcast. Do you mean the first time or the second time? One of the two. Did we did we start the challenge twice? Yeah. Or was well was the second time just The second time was Garrett going like it's actually pretty good. To us. The second yeah. time was me watching it and telling you guys about it until Michelle went home and then I said, fuck this. And I was done. Yeah. But wow, we've been we've been rambling for see, we don't really talk about reality TV. But we're just talking about the challenge. That is a reality show. Well, okay, Fools. we were talking but... about the challenge. We were talking about how we didn't watch the challenge. That's fair, that's fair. Okay, let's let's move on. What are we drinking? Well, oh, I'm can drinking I go first. Oh. Yeah, well, you go first. I, I just, pause, I've, so I've just I... been waiting to open it. I got a sugar-free Red Bull, but I've just been waiting to open it until now. Sugar-free. Yeah, I don't buy it with sugar because I'm healthy, skinny California. Diet Coke. Because Garrett is a soda for caffeine guy. Is it the caffeine-free Diet Coke? No. Oh, I I, it looked like it. It. Yeah. it looked like it. It looks like it's a gold can. Yeah. Oh, it's silver. It's just because of my background. The blue makes it look more yellow. And I have a yellow light that's reflecting. Mm. I'm drinking black coffee. Keurig coffee. How many times? Two squirts to get the full cup. Ew, I don't like when you say squirt. <laughs> Two squirts, get the full cup, make it squirt. Ew. That should be squirting and fotting. I don't. We need to add a new like name it. to your title list. Taj Madison, Machine of Hickeys, Master of Squirts. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, also, can I just throw it back a little bit to last week? Yeah, throw it back. She had to throw it back. That oh, wow. clip of Taj asking to see my feet after I talked about what? getting... I forgot. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I just want you to know, Taj. Um, I saved that clip and sent it to Alyssa to make it to a promotional <laughs> material. And I, every single person who I know that knows you, which, which is actually only one person, um, I showed it to, which is just one person. 
What did the uh, one person think? We don't have to dox him. It was um, a good bit. He clearly wasn't comfortable by it, but thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay. Anyways. That was like me watching there, Morbius. Garrett. It was this, was this um it was last week. Horace? Yeah. Okay. Uh no, I don't remember I showing that. I no idea what we're talking about. Um, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. It's time for Elsa's bits. Oh, uh, no, no. Um, I don't actually let me look through all my shit. I don't know for sure if I oh. Um no, I don't think I have I don't think I've really found any bits. My only bit is that the and this isn't even really a bit, but the dress that Maddie Morphosis had prepared for this week's runway. Absolutely beautiful, stunting on us so hard. It was so good. Did you see it? No. I'll send it to you. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful like blush color. Can I be honest? This is nothing against Maddie Morphosis in particular. Yeah. I don't trust the queens who are like, this is what I would have worn on the show. And then it's like this beautiful, immaculate, polished look when I saw their busted looks through the rest of the season. Like, not necessarily Maddie, just in general. Ooh, this is really pretty, though. It's, I don't care, regardless. Oh, yeah, this look is beautiful, regardless. It's so beautiful. But it's yeah. sort of like how I don't trust like Survivor exit press all the time because people will try to make themselves look better after yeah. seeing how they're edited on the show. I don't trust these drag queens who go home early to like not like spruce up their look and be like, this is how good I would have been if I stayed on. Hindsight 2020, of course. Um, let's see if I can find. Um, yeah, I think because this week last podcast was the podcast we recorded on tuesday right yeah so i have i had less days to find bits just saying it's okay we don't I have to do bits really today. the only thing that i found was that yeah don't force smile if you don't cut no bits <laughs> is that um the the john and katie blake and blake triangle or whatever you can call that you know who i'm talking about no. no idea. From The Bachelorette. No. So Katie Thurston was The Bachelorette, and she ended up with Blake, and then they mm. broke up. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. They are still talking about it and still trying to capitalize on it. Like, Katie and John went on a podcast last week or something, like, essentially being like, Blake is lying about all this stuff, and he's still? trying to make it look like we cheated and, like... Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe shut up. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares, people? You know what? We're, let's not give them the These free. These people need let's, to move on. And let's do the exact same damn thing. Move on. Okay. Can we can we blacklist Katie and Blake's name from ever appearing <laughs> in, the po- in the podcast again? Yeah, I honestly. I don't know because we have had a person named katie and a person named blake on this podcast before haven't okay you? well 
Who yes. like them in The Bachelor? Like the 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 people. I Those don't two specific people. Yeah. yeah. This is like the third year that we've been talking about Blake. And I'm over it. This is like the 80 millionth time we have said, let's not talk about The Bachelor. And then we always bring it back well, up. Their season, her season was like this time last year. Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was last I'm summer, pretty I thought. Sh- well, it was like hers and This was then, when uh, Matt was airing right now. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And then hers aired in the summer when Big Brother was on. And then Michelle's oh, and then Michelle aired in the fall. Right. Why well, do I know that? I hate myself. <laughs> Anyways. It's because reality TV is your special interest. It just there. occupies a special place in my brain where I can't forget a single thing I absorb and it drives me insane. Um Anyways, let's move on to talk about our shows. You, I didn't say that I was done. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am done. <laughs> I just didn't want you to assume. Because <laughs> you know what happens me. when you assume? Yeah. Make an ass out of you and me. No, it hurts my feelings. Oh. Um, A pirate never forgets. I'm trying to think if I had any bits. I don't think I had any bits. Oh, no, I do have a little... This is kind of... This isn't really a bit. I just thought this was funny. Um, Kendall Jenner posted some picture on her Instagram, and everybody freaked out because her toes are really long. <laughs> I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Maybe Taj, right. Taj is going to look at that picture later. No, we're not running this damn Sophie, narrative. Sophie. Am I gonna say it? We're running this damn narrative. All right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think we're um oh the, and also this episode apparently... is gonna be called Get Taj Feet Pits. <laughs> apparently, um on the mass singer, the armadillo fell off the stage during a performance. This season of the mass oh. singer is a mess. I, it's did, a mess. Did the mask fall off? That, that happened to Duff first Goldman <laughs> first week. So Do you think people... that he got eliminated just because his mask fell off? That should no. be like an automatic disqualification. He's bad also. <laughs> Who is Duff Goldman? Ace of Cakes. He's, he's like the... The better version of Buddy from fucking Cake Boss. Don't say that about Buddy! I hate the guy from Cake Boss. Why do you I literally... Because he's an asshole. He's a Guido asshole who's a jerk on TV. And I love, love Duff Goldman. So... Don't, don't loyalty hashtag loyalty charm city cakes who who was the armadillo do we know who were they unmasked um i don't know the fact that rudy giuliani still hasn't been unmasked is de- depressing to me oh okay this show is like i swear it like it, it exists in this whole other world because i don't see anyone talk about it at all like I feel like I usually have my uh, my finger on the pulse of what's going on right now, but never with the mass singer. This show ends and starts, and I'm I don't even know. Yeah, it feels yeah. like every week they have a new season. It they, does they, feel like they that. do basically. Um, it yeah, they're it, longer than Survivor, and they do two seasons a year. So, <laughs> and so like, all right, let's let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to our damn shows. Let's the armadillo was not eliminated. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm looking up all the celebrities who have been. Five people have gone home, and none of them are Rudy Giuliani, and that makes me angry. They That's- couldn't re-edit the show, so he's got out first. Like, just get him out of here. The second, so it was Duff Goldman, 
Then it was Joe Buck. Who? Yeah, he's a oh Joe Buck. Pastor. Yeah, yeah. That okay. I'll I'll see Joe Buck do it. I feel like that'd be funny. Oh my god! Um, I did not realize Jorge was, Garcia was on this. Oh my god! Then it was Jorge, Jorge Garcia, Garcia from Lost. Yeah, Hurley from Lost. Um. Oh yeah, tall guy, curly hair. Yeah. Then he it was the Jordan Milata. He wins the lottery with from the, the Philadelphia Eagles. And Christy Brinkley. Who's a sports illustrated swimsuit model? She was the lemur. Also, I might have said this on the podcast before. They definitely got a new person to do all these masks because they all look so different. Is that Maybe just- that's why everyone's fallen over. <laughs> that's true. We've never had a mask fall off and we've never had someone fall over before. They look the same to me. All right, anything, well, they look better, like higher budget. Any lasting bits? Um no no all right let's talk about this damn episode survivor oh, wait <laughs> i do have one more bit okay yes this, i guess this isn't really a reality tv thing stephen colbert is doing a dungeons and dragons one shot with critical role for red nose day i don't know what any of those words mean <laughs> i know i do i do do you know what red nose day is uh, yeah it's like you, you go to walgreens and you see it right there it's like a kids charity thing right like for kids medical stuff yeah. let's talk about survivor <laughs> yeah let's not talk about kids no, we'll stuff it's Red Nose is Sand Child Barbecue. That's what it is. Okay. But let's talk about Survivor. Let's talk let's about, about Damn Survivor. Um, I will say, oh. we forgot to write down predictions last week for who we were think is going to win. That's okay. I just thought of one more bit. Okay. Oh, my God. But it, it ties in with Survivor, and so I did think about this earlier. I didn't know when to mention it. Um, Jeff Probst invited Jack Harlow to come onto the Survivor set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That like was a, wild. A, a Grammy thing? Is the Grammys today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I boycott the Academy. No, it's the Grammys. Yeah, it's an Academy. I boycott them. Is the Grammys the Academy? No, the Academy's oh. for acting. I think it's a different group. Any organized group I I boycott. <laughs> So aren't we? I boycott groups. Yeah, we're we're not not organized. That's true. We're not a group. We're a collective. Yeah, we're unorganized. (laughs) We're definitely not organized. Anyways, anyways, survivor. Survivor. Um, this was, I think, the worst episode of the season, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I think the season has been super good. It's hard to to follow last week yeah yeah and i think because at least for me i was hoping that the other tribe would go home and we would have a repeat of last week this week me too it was just a little disappointing but there's a lot of not a lot there's a little bit of controversy surrounding this this episode and how the season has been edited 
about how come oh yes oh my god because in the like this is a spoiler alert this, this is, is a big spoiler it's a spoiler but let's do it at the end like, maybe no, no no it's a spoiler okay. but it's a spoiler that literally survivor was like here's this fact yeah, the like, show spoiled we're not it. gonna talk about it for a long time the okay. show the show spoiled itself in the premiere and ever since then people have been like increasingly getting frustrated with it Okay, if you don't want to hear the spoiler, we'll say skip like 15 seconds, right? Well, or maybe, a maybe a little bit more. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll say like two minutes. Um, so in the premiere episode, they showed Tori reading one of like the phrases for the advantage. If potatoes have skin and I have skin, am I a potato? It was in all the marketing for the season also, but it was literally in the premiere. They showed a clip of her finding that thing and like she makes like a <gasps> face at it and then she says the line. Hasn't happened yet. So every time we go to the blue tribe and they're like, it's between Tori and Zach. I'm like, well. We know it's not Tori. It's not Tori. So. Was that just like a promo? The promo for the season to like show like everything that might happen? It was literally in the first episode. Yeah, in the first episode. It. When Jeff's yeah. like, Survivor 42, and they show like a bunch of clips of stuff. Um, They show Tori doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very rare that Survivor like spoils their yeah. own It's show. very frustrating. Like if you're gonna do that, do it with the person that, that you're gonna show first. You could have shown Mike. Mike found it that same episode. Like, just show Mike saying something stupid yeah. about soccer. Like, ugh. Yeah. It's, I think this episode had a lot to do with, like, I think, like, the relationships in the tribe. Yeah, I like, love that. It was a lot of just, like, not really caring about, like, the physical game or, like, the challenges, but it's just, like, how each tribe is, like, handling itself. Yeah. Did you did you guys notice that high? I think managed to like scoop up Mike as another number. It wasn't like a really explicit plot throughout the episode, but there was all these little scenes of high and Mike bonding that kind of culminated with them hugging at the challenge. I think that to me really set up like this high Mike Lydia trio that I'm here for. I'm I love really that trio. <laughs> what I heard somebody call it something really funny. The BFJ. Like, well, it was like Mike and the gays or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was, it was, was, that's a that's good, good crew. That's a good crew. It yeah. is a good crew. And so I realized, well, I didn't realize, I saw on Twitter, you know how people for shows like this, they like do like the little graphs of who has had the most um confessionals yeah confessional count lydia has had four yeah she's had very few yeah. since the premiere which is crazy because she's an icon and also like definitely my favorite character from the season a lot of people i've heard her described as a court like she's getting courtney yates where like, courtney is like is so iconic but if you actually go back and watch like China or Heroes versus Villains, she's like not even in it that much. But like every single second that Courtney Yates is on screen packs a fucking wallop. Whether she is like antagonizing Jean Robert for just being a piece of shit or like just calling out anyone for anything, 
I feel like Lydia is the same where like every time she's on screen, we're just like, Whoa, Lydia! I stand Lydia. Yeah, no, it, it, that's disappointing. I like her. I think she's a good source of content. She'll she get some post merge stuff. Has been, yeah. I want to make sure I get this right. So I'm going to double check it. She's been hashtagging her, um, her tweets about Survivor. Um, oh my God. Hashtag BFJA. Yeah. What? The biggest, the fattest, no, 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 juiciest. No, no, no. Okay, I was gonna make. I just guess what it was. Oh, I already referenced it earlier, though. I know, but I'm sorry, gonna... sorry. Yeah, She's, yeah. And I would have known it anyways. So it's fine. BFJA biggest, <laughs> juiciest ass. ass. That's why I said Mike High and Lydia should be the BFJ alliance. <laughs> who's the biggest? Who's the fattest? And who's the juiciest? That's really hard to say. That is, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is hard to say. Think you know, about that, listeners. Tweet us. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Garrett, uh, Garrett, your your first ever, like your first pick of uh, first winner pick of Roxroy. That's that's been a little tough. Uh, Roxroy is like he's just there at this point. Like he's just like once Roxroy, it's time, we'll kick him out. But I love him. Like I like he's not gonna win. I, I no. have long, long from the no. minute that I saw him in episode one, I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah. he's not winning got it um but i still love this character type i feel like modern survivor we've kind of lost this like i'm the dad and i've got all these kids to wrangle yeah. oh my god why aren't they just listening to me and we can win the challenges if they just listen and like that's not the best strategy always I mean, he just doesn't see that but i love that i love the like just the candidness of him like he's not really playing for the cameras i don't think he acts exactly like someone who has no social media would act <laughs> yeah definitely yeah I think like we... he he just has that vibe i i really like him i, I like his <laughs> i like his name i just like i like his um stupid little sports glasses that make his eyes look really tiny have you noticed those yeah no. <laughs> he, he wears during trouble. You know, like the sports glasses that have like a strap on the back he wears those and he oh has like a really God. high prescription. So it makes his eyes look really tiny. <laughs> I love it. Can we talk about how, I'm pretty sure that this was this week. Jonathan said that when he was like a little kid, his dad would wake him up at 3 a.m. and make yeah. him like do yeah. push-ups and run up hills. Horrible. I know, that's insane. And like, like, what was no, it? Like, I'm all strong. If that's he didn't terrible. his brother, then he had to do more or whatever. That sounds, sounds- that sounds like Thanos and like the Gamora Nebula of like, yeah. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, why would you make children do that? I don't know, but he's like bulking. I mean, now, look what he looks so, like. Yeah, of like it, yeah. Yeah, he's he's yoked. Oh he, my god. He is like once that merge happens, I think he might be the first boot in the merge. Everyone online is like so into him. And like I like him. He's like he soft spoken. He's very. He nice. is not my like favorite on the season by any means. No, like he's fine. I love when the the alpha male archetype is like broken. It's yeah. not like it's not the same. You know, Joe yeah, Anglo. For sure. that yeah. I can't stand. <laughs> like 
like flirts with all the girls like really strong like that type of like just the people archetype. who are like just like they're like naturally good at things and then they kind of act humble but they're really not humble about it and yeah. they just have this like really like uppity like presence about them. like i never liked joey amazing and i was so happy when he, he just came out as an awful terrible person so that i didn't have to deal with everyone else sucking his dick all the time like it was very nice i definitely i think the reason why i like jonathan as much as i do is because i expected to hate him <laughs> like, I, yeah yeah so it's yeah. not like that's fair it's not like he's really high up there he's way above the bar that i set for him but that bar is still like very middle <laughs> yeah bar. yeah yeah like, i mean he's I, my team so i expected him to be like um definitely not physically but like socially i expected him to be like a coach I expected him to be like I don't even know. Not like this. Like yeah. Vince from Worlds Apart. Like as a coconut vendor, I seek truth. Like very much like that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't have that vibe. He's like he's very chill and kind, and I kind of love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. Um yeah. I would, I would totally party with Jonathan. I would party with Zach and Lydia. That's my crew. Uh, <laughs> Lydia and High, I, I would be with them, especially High. I would vibe with High really well. But would you would you party with Swati? She's nineteen, so no. R.I.P. Swati. Swathi. Swath. Swathi. I know Swath. it's spelled with a T.I., but I've every time I hear her pronounce it, it's like a th. Swathy. Actually, clubbing with Marianne, hell yeah. Oh my god. I would I'm not. sorry, Marianne. I love you. Absolutely not. I just I every day every episode she she grows further from me. The the <laughs> the dream blunt rotation is Daniel, Daniel, Mike, and Marianne and Rox no. Roy. <laughs> Omer. You know what the word dream means? <laughs> Dream blunt rotation is Omer, Jonathan, <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> honestly, okay. I feel like you're kidding, but honestly, I think No, I'm not kidding. Good. I was being serious. Also, for some reason, throw Jenny in there. I feel like yeah, Jenny yeah. would be a yeah. riot. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, I want to pivot a little bit. Uh, first of all, the Orange Tribe is so, like, harmonious. And like Mike Bloom, one of my favorite Survivor podcasts, described them as the epitome or, or like the physical embodiment of the coexist bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's so funny. Because <laughs> like, do you have like a Muslim, a Christ, two Christians, a Jewish person? They have like lots of different racial identities, and just like they are like the Rainbow Coalition, and it's so funny. But I want to talk about Lindsay because I think if we had, we're looking at this like it's season 41, right? Like we know it's like a direct copy of it. I think out of everyone left on the show, if we're going to get an Erica winner, it's Lindsay. Do you think so? I yeah. get a good vibe from her. I'm not saying I think she's going to win. I'm saying if we're going to get an Erica type win again, 
it would be. I Lindsay. think Lindsay is that person who fits that spot right now. As like, opposed kind of, to like a Chanel win. Yeah, I don't see Chanel. Chanel, yeah. I feel like, is the only other person who could like fit that like Erica win kind of vibe. I think that Chanel has too much content almost to be the Erica win. Like, we know mm-hmm. about the Chanel Daniel blow up. Like, going into the merge, the only thing I knew about Erica was that at one time they tried to throw a challenge to get her out, and Nasir single handedly won the challenge for them. Yeah. So, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> they did the so, like, slow mo of him pulling. Yeah. The... <laughs> we didn't really know anything about Erica until she got the hourglass thing and we got the whole backstory about her family it's it's interesting because it's like they like obviously they filmed these seasons they edited them like pretty much back to back so it's like the way they like chose to edit like erica's storyline like my like i know like i had criticism i know i probably had some but so it's like are they gonna do the same sort of like okay we're gonna like go with her story of like under the radar till the end or it's like are we just going to edit it like back to how we usually do or like how, yeah. you know, like how are they going to mix it? Cause it was definitely like very different. Yeah. The winners edit last season. It, so it's like, it for really sure depends on who it was because Erica's edit really well illustrated or like yeah. supported the game that Erica was playing. Like she played an under the radar until the end game. Lamb to lion. Yeah. yeah. And I think I didn't appreciate that till later because I was like this. I remember when the like the the finale came out, I was like a little sour taste in my mouth. But looking back, I was like, oh yeah, like that's good. It was for the best. I love Erica. I love Erica so much. Yeah. Um, she's been on Canadian E a bunch recently. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know that, but she's been like well, their Survivor correspondent. Survivor's like the most watched show in Canada. So it makes sense that she's like a celebrity what? there. As it should. Yeah, it's oh my super God. highly popular in Canada. That's why they allow Canadians to like be on the show now because it's so popular there. I was at a party last week and I was talking to this girl and I was like, oh yeah, well, like we've been watching, I like have this podcast. We've been talking about Survivor. She was like, oh my God, my friend is a PA on Survivor. And I was like, what? What are you saying? Can you introduce me to this person? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. She was just like being like, oh yeah, I'm going to be gone for a couple months. I'm going to Fiji. Yeah, to, like, they're filming like right now. And I was like, so I need to meet this person. Mm-hmm. And that person needs to come onto our podcast and tell us all the juicy details. They definitely won't do that. But <laughs> well, I appreciate the enthusiasm that you did. We can ask. Yes, we, we we'd love to ask. interview them about their position and how yeah. they enjoy it. And if Jack Harlow should... showed up on set. Yeah, and ask him who won season 43 and 44 so we can <laughs> spoil it. Did, um, I don't remember if we didn't include this if or if we felt like we could maybe we cut this out and maybe i'll cut this part out if i need to how should we ever find out if that guy who you were talking to oh i well i i don't know i don't think the cast has been revealed all you all we said was that a guy told you he's gonna be on survivor that's very vague that's not anything specific yeah 
No, um, I mean, the cast hasn't been revealed yet. No, and they haven't filmed it yet. It's supposed to start filming end of April, I think. Like, in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. They're doing pre-production right now. If that guy mysteriously disappears, you let us know, Taj. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll keep my eye out. I'll keep my eye out. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened this episode. We got, like, the meltdown at the Green Tribe with Daniel just being, <laughs> like, oh, oh no, what have I done? It... Daniel is the epitome of that, like, biking, the bicycle meme where the person, like, sticks the wheel on their bicycle and then they, like, <laughs> or, like, the the Eric Andre, like, shooting the person in the chair meme. Just that oh, yeah. energy of yeah. Daniel being, like, it's, yeah. how did Chanel do this to me? It's, like, you did this to you. It it has the exact same energy of, um, to tie this into my own personal experience, I once had somebody say, um, you don't deserve kindness. And then when I started to walk away, they were like, aren't you going to say goodbye? Hug me goodbye. I was like, absolutely not. You should have said you don't deserve kindness. Yeah, that's no, insane. That's insane. <laughs> I'm not about to reciprocate that and think people that it's okay to say that, first of all. But like, it has that vibe of like, immediately like consequences of my own actions and being totally blindsided by people acting very rationally to your own like bullshit bullshit and chaos like what did you think was gonna happen he must be so far up his own ass to think that every everybody was just gonna be like oh yeah you threw me under the bus no big deal like you totally blew up our alliance no big deal and when he said like you are not my number one to mike's face like and mike was like i guess we're done and he was like what do you mean I I think that there is a rather I don't I don't know maybe not there is a world I think where Daniel Strunk the Strunk train Strunk is the Angelina of season 42 where he becomes so much of a ridiculous player that everyone just treats him as a non-entity and drags him to the end um Angelina caused so much chaos at first and then everyone was like what if we just keep her here <laughs> then angelina made it to the end and got no votes and i'm very here for the universe where we get to watch daniel be a mess for the entire season i know it means i would lose the draft but i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah that'd be nice you know that would be nice to see i'm gonna include this clip in the episode when daniel wins <laughs> he's not gonna win no if way. he wins no way. oh my god i I'm not going to make a bet on it because I never do stuff like that because then, like, the universe hates me. So if I say something like, if Daniel doesn't win, I'm going to eat cement. Like, I'm going to fucking be eating cement in a month. Uh, I'm not doing that, universe, so. Well, I mean, so far, track record, when you make a really outrageous claim like that, the person that you're claiming won't win um, doesn't win. What are you talking about? Like with um, Arun and Natalia. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. But remember how horrible it was to sit there and watch them <laughs> almost win the season for you? Okay, no. Like, you say that was horrible. We All three of us were kind of living. Oh, I was yeah. living. I was living, yeah. I was living. Um, but sure. I'm not getting Daniel Strunk's name tattooed on my body. Get Strunk tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> you strunk get, train! You get a tramp stamp that says, get Strunk. Strunk in my trunk. All right. Get strunk down. Strunk in my 
let's let's move on from survivor we've talked about this too we didn't even talk about who went home or anything okay let's just talk about who went home and move on the drag race um the the other thing that i wanted to say that we didn't talk about and was like kind of totally glossed over in the episode was when the orange tribe won and jeff was like wow you guys are like Jonathan's really carrying you. You guys are like a really great team. And Jonathan was like, yeah, we're like the perfect foursome. And his whole tribe was like, shut the fuck up, Jonathan. Why would you yeah. say that? Yeah. It's very like Tony, like top five, baby. Top five, baby. It's, I thought that was so funny when Omer immediately was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ika, the blue tribe loses. And then we get a series of just bullshit that happens. I'm not going to lay it all out. Essentially, Tori is, is, a, is an agent of chaos. Um, she is a mess. Yeah. A, a lovely mess. She's the real Angelina of the season. She's, she's, she's exactly the character Angelina was in season 37. They are trying so hard to replicate that magic that was Angelina Keeley. Uh, I'm going to say her name one more time. Angelina. I think that will Beetlejuice her into existence. <laughs> 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 anyway, where did my jacket go? <laughs> Why did I just suddenly have a hundred foot ladder appear in my living room? <laughs> I haven't seen Tina in thirty seven. So I know it's so yeah, annoying you that you watch haven't it. watched that season. It's the it's best. The, I think it's the only season we reference to. I like yeah, because all, it's so it really good. Is. We only reference this damn season because it's, it's the only one you need to. Yeah, it's, it's annoying so because I have watched. I mean, I reference other seasons, seasons a lot. of Survivor, but like the eight that I haven't watched are the ones that you guys talk about all the time. Because it's the best one. It's on Netflix. Just watch it. Yeah. Listen. Just watch it. Yeah. It's just. I reference other seasons. You guys just don't relate That's to the true. references as well. I, I just made a reference to Tony. You referenced China, and I've seen China. I did reference China, and I referenced Tony for Top Five Baby, China. which is Kageyan. Top Five Baby. You haven't I, seen China? I watched like two episodes and I was like, I'm all bored. China Fuck takes you. a while to get going. <laughs> China's one of my favorite seasons. Garrett loves China. China is in my top like 15, maybe. That's a good, that's fine. It's really good, in my opinion. Oh. Okay. I love the cast. Nice. It also just has really nostalgic for me. Anyways, Swathi, yeah, Swathi tells everyone you're my number one, and they all figure it out. And Romeo, I think, is the one who like really gets the plan rolling, and Swathi is sent home. There's like this moment where Roxroy's like, you're my daughter at Tribal Council. Uh, very moving. Roxroy does vote for Tori. Um, Swathi plays for Shot in the Dark. Which is now like what the third or the fourth one played this season? I think it's the third. Which is insane. What so, did, I want to know what the producers told this cast differently than season forty-one about the shot in the dark. And also, if we if we get six shot in the dark attempts and we don't get anyone safe, that's going to be so bad. Yeah, it's lame. But it also, I will say, puts a kibosh on the like rigory of it all. Because, like, I think if Survivor was rigging this, they'd have it be safe, like, every other time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. want the chaos. They want the, like, having to change the vote last minute. They, that would make good TV. Um, so I don't think that they're, like, because I've heard people be, like, they're picking who's safe, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I, think that, I think that they would want it to be more. 
And I feel like that's like a whole like legal issue, probably. I don't like how like when you have the shot in the dark, you're not like I don't like how like Jeff showed if they were safe or not. Like yeah. I would want to be the one to like unroll it. Unroll it, you know, like have really your fate. Well, they used to do that. Sydney yeah. and Zach unrolled it themselves and now Jeff does it. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's very strange why Jeff was doing it last time. Because I was like, is she about to be safe? Because Jeff is doing it. I okay. Well, while we're vamping for a bit, um, do you think the knowledge is power advantage is going to come back this season? Ooh, the one where you can ask someone. Yeah, because that was this like coming episode of Forty One was when the knowledge is power got introduced. I don't think it will. I don't think so. I okay. Think- yeah, I don't think it will. Do you think the hourglass twist will be back? I hope not. I don't think so. I think it will be because, spoiler alert, that episode is two hours long. Not next week, the week after. It's a two-hour episode. Okay. Um, which I think, in my opinion, is them learning from last season of not putting the... If they're going to do it, at least don't make us have to wait a week where literally no one goes home. Oh, yeah. I for, I feel like we forgot that that happened, but that yep. was the worst week ever. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that was awful. Nothing happened, and we just had to wait for a whole week. It was garbage. Um, Speaking of nobody going home, let's talk about Drag Race. Two people went home. Two people That's went true. home this week. If... You are going to have a double elimination episode just, and you're going to have so many non-elims, just don't do that. Just eliminate someone <laughs> when you would have a non-elim episode. Yeah. Why would you I, do that? I, I mean, just, I'm, not, I'm not upset who went home. Neither am I. So it's okay with me. I like the theory that RuPaul saw the team that painted her face in the challenge and said, fuck, two of those people got to leave. Yeah. They busted my face up. Yeah. It, it wasn't that bad specifically, Deja. The nose. Her nose. <laughs> Girl, that looked like a whole dick. Have you seen the, um, have you seen the RuPaul like ornament? Like Christmas ornament? No. <laughs> oh my God, Taj! It, it, it is so Christmas ornament. It's so bad. The Dolly Parton. So they had to recreate a mural that's in New Orleans or something like that, and it's a Dolly Parton <laughs> with RuPaul. <laughs> the Dolly Parton was so, so good, and the RuPaul painting looks like this busted ornament. That's just horrible. Um, when that ornament came out. Um, Trixie Mattel bought like 20 and decorated a whole christmas tree with just the little ones <laughs> oh my it's oh. awful it is so, it's so awful. bad so terrible um i really liked this episode i thought the roast was for the most part very funny um i think the flops were like obvious flops but i think the tops were very funny for the most part yeah i cackled at some of these jokes that the judges did not like i was laughing so fucking hard when Angeria said that Ross jerks off to Lifetime Channel. Like for some reason, that was so funny to me. Like that was just such a good specific read. I didn't I quite understand it, but it's still funny. I cackled when Georges made a crimson chin joke. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Because no one in that, even though this is a younger bunch of queens, nobody in that room is going to get that joke. And I would say like 85% of Drag Race audience also will not get that joke. Yeah. Yeah. My niche. It's so niche. 
I think the I best it. joke of the night was Angeria saying to the guest judge, you look like the off-brand Lizzo. Are you feeling okay as hell? I that cackled at that. So I that was really good. so hard. That, Very I good. loved that one. Um, yeah. I thought that Lady Camden, I really feel like she's like come in as a star in this like later half yeah. of the season. She's yeah. like turned on the burners. She definitely is like- I feel like I'm back in the draft with her. Well, I hope so because she's the only one left on your team. But I thought she was like, I was counting her out kind of for oh. a while. No, I definitely think. Yeah, I, I count her out too. My, I definitely think that she is like final four. I feel like she's like surpassed Angeria as like a star of the season. Well, uh, Angeria yeah, just burnt out. Angeria had such a, a hot start and yeah. then she just burnt out so fast. Like, I think you'd rather have the Lady Camden where you turn it on at the end. Of course, yeah, like. Because I felt so good with Nigeria, but now I'm like, she hasn't done anything in four weeks. Yeah. Um, and she... She's, she's always middle me, of the pack. Nigeria kind of has the same... Has kind of been doing the same thing that Bosco has been doing in terms of looks. Like, maybe I'm wrong and I'm, like, misremembering. But she has given us the same, like pageanty looks like pageanty yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of them have the big shoulder pad like i don't remember know. remember that really ugly one she did one week <laughs> can't remember what it was for um it had like i love or something on the shirt like do you oh, know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, it yeah. was so bad oh, it was yeah. just like really ugly um what was that what it was for the heart the heart, the heart one yeah. yeah do you remember that one also no injuria's heart look it was like black and oh. white. It was really ugly. It was so terrible. Yeah. Awful. It was so terrible. Um, I have a stat that I was I saw on Reddit that I think is fucking hilarious. Give okay? us a stat. This is so this is a spoiler about who goes home. We saw a three-way lip sync in the bottom between Daya, Deja, and Georges. And Deja and Georges were sent home fucking finally. It um, was so obvious. That Daya yeah. was gonna say like that song was I would not be surprised if that's like a song that she normally performs to yeah yeah because that's totally her style it was um yeah, good for you by Olivia Rodrigo which I've been jamming to so much this week that's a good I song I uh it's about time for Georges to go she yeah. looked like she was a dog ready to be euthanized she was like give me the sweet release like she looked happy to go home when rupaul finally sent her home no literally like she was fighting for her damn life during this rose so and um i think yeah. dia or yeah or not that uh deja sky mm-hmm. didn't earlier this episode she was like you know i've really come into like who i who i am like <laughs> yeah i won one you know i'm in the yes. top like i need to get over that line even more <laughs> When she said that, I was like, oh, you're going home. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, I, this might be a hot take from what I understand. I am actually, I love Deja Sky. Like, I just love her energy. Especially with energy. the roast this week. Like, she did very shit, but she had just, like, such a good attitude about it. Like, where Georges was like, oh, but Deja was like, just, I'm a big Deja fan. Um, so, anyways, we kind of diverted for a second. Uh, Statistic. 
Oh yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was saying yeah. stat. Sorry, um, I forgot about that. If you had, we we remember George's is like winning a lot of lip syncs this season, right? Like always being in the bottom and always lip syncing, right? That's how yeah. I at least remember it. Yeah. This is the statistic that is true. This season, Georgia's lip synced against Lady Camden, Angeria, Orion Story, Jasmine, Deja, Daya, and Bosco, and only Orion Story went home. So, <laughs> wait, how many lip sync? So she's been in the bottom for. I think technically she sent Daya home and then Daya came back. But besides that, every single person Georgia says lip synced against has stayed for whatever reason. <laughs> Oh wait, what? that's, that's so weird. <laughs> it's insane because there's the double Shantae between Georges and someone. Is that I don't Lady remember Camden? who it was. I feel like it is was that Lady Camden. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was Lady Camden because she had the mustache. Was that the mustache one? No, that was when they lips. That was when she was in the top. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. They would have, they did a lip sync for the win that week. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So how many lip syncs has she done then? That was seven. Camden, seven. Nigeria, Orion, Jasmine, Deja, Daya, and Bosco. Yeah, seven lip syncs. And only Orion's story went home. <laughs> it's insane to me. That's but so only funny. she was. Did I see that she was only in the bottom five times, or am I totally making only? Up? Well, but I mean, like of those seven. Yeah, but two of them was... were probably in the lip sync tournament. Well, how many was Jasmine Kennedy in? Several. She also lip synced a bunch of some people. Yeah, home. she did. Yeah, too. yeah. But I think I read that um, George lip synced more than Jasmine did. Um, one thing of note: there will be no makeover challenge this season. <gasps> no. I know. Next week is the um is mm. the music video, and then it's the finale. So actually, I... it's going to be the reunion, and then it'll be the finale. I'm so sad the Always makeover? Weird how they do. i don't know what that is the makeup so makeover every challenge. season they they do a makeover challenge where they bring in like um Depends. people who are not normally in drag and it's been it's like different every like one year it was all like men who are about to get married and then they like did the weddings on the runway with everybody in full drag one guy threw up because he was so homophobic <laughs> wait really yes i did not know that he like hated being in drag so much he like threw up and had to like get off the stage he was so nauseous about it one oh my gosh um one year it was like all the queen's moms or like sisters or this sounds fun uh, that's yeah that's a it's very fun. It sounds fun it's so fun one year it was um internet personalities and it i love that one but it was like (laughs) anthony padilla from smosh yeah and and frankly frankie grande the one that always gets me is chester c who was paired up with ms cracker and like yeah totally ate it he like really gets into character he like as ms cookie right it was something like yeah like he was very shy like not in drag but then he got in drag and it was like a whole other person and i think about that all the time i thought it was so good you're so into it one of the most iconic most iconic makeovers in recent history was last season because of covid they had to give they got paired up with each other and they had to put each other 
in your drag. And that's how we got the Rose Tina Burner meme, which is so fucking funny. <laughs> that one was that one was iconic. Yeah, it's so good. I'm gonna find that picture right now just so I can show Taj. Because I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> to a little bit of backstory. Tina Burner. I remember Tina. You remember she Tina Burner. Fire. She always did fire and flames. Not and very yeah, red yellow um, was her McDonald's, you know color not package. very good makeup maybe <laughs> it's like it was like <laughs> raccoon eyes oh yeah that's tough <laughs> that's tough Dave, who is very like feminine and glamorous she rosé in this photo looks like she's 85 years old here's the thing i don't think rosé is that feminine i think rosé out of drag is a very like masculine bone structure and she paints her face so well to make herself hide those features but tina burner can't do that and yeah. so she made rose look like a man <laughs> yeah rose is the, like clearly a man the cleft chin is so defined in this picture <laughs> i think tina contoured the cleft chin <laughs> Like, I feel like Tina was, like, had a grudge against Rosé. Rosé. She was like, I'm tired of you looking pretty. Yeah. (laughs) It was a lot. Well, anything else with Drag Race? Uh, I'm excited for the season to be over with. I just want to know who wins at this point. And I hate that they did the reunion before the finale. Yeah. We have to wait a whole two weeks. They always do that. Yeah. Okay, I was, I've been thinking about this this week. I do want to say. Because last week we were talking about how one of the reasons this season is so much better than season 13 is that we don't know, like, it really is a toss-up of who could win. I have no idea. So. Yeah. Between this group, like, this final five, I feel like I know who, like, probably won't win. Like, honestly, sorry, I love her, but Diabetti, I don't think she's going to make it. Like, yeah, I, think I agree. she will probably yeah. be the one cut this week personally i think either her or angie is going to be the one going home this week i think it's That's probably going to be dia um yeah. but and this sounds maybe this sounds bad but i think this this is like where i'm standing i think that that um cornbread going home is like one of the best things that could have happened to this season because yeah. when she started, she was such a clear front runner. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she had stayed, yeah, it would have just been like, okay, well, cornbread's gonna win. Yeah, that's a good that's a, that's a good take. I you, agree, but I also think that there is a chance that cornbread doesn't get as good of an edit if she stays on longer. Because I feel like we were starting to get the like cornbread's too cocky. Like that was like starting yeah. to come out very early. So I feel like there's a world where she gets sent home in the middle for like not being good. But I think you're right. I think it, it when she left, it allowed us to get to know more characters. So it was ultimately just a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's just where I'm. No, I think it's a very I'm a good big point. fan. Yeah. But this season has been so, so good. I'm very glad that this is the first season of Drag Race that Taj is watching. Yeah. So I think this is a really strong season to watch. Even yeah, though, like, I've been enjoying it. The iconic challenges are not around or are total flops. Yeah. 
the queens no, are we good. can only go up from here yeah no i um, I've, I've liked it i especially think it'll be good because i think all stars is always kind of better now um for the most part and there's such a strong group of queens here that they will come back for all stars like some oh, of them will sure. and taj will have fun watching them come back i think because you it's always more fun when you have someone you get to root for that you like initially watched you know yeah yeah um who do we want to win really quick willow want to win I not just because not because she's on my team i just want i like i her. want willow to win. i too. really would love willow to win honestly i also would totally die for a bosco win at, especially after everyone was like we want Bosco to go home, and then she mm-hmm. fucking wins. Iconic. I just don't think Willow's like the best lip syncer. So I think it's yeah. gonna be a Willow Lady Camden final two, and Willow will win. Oh. I do think Lady Camden is a very good performer, so I think mm-hmm. she has a very very good chance to be at least runner up. I think that she'll beat either Angeria or Bosco in a lip sync. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And we've already seen Willow beat Bosco in a lip sync, also. True, true. Hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Let's talk about our bucket, bucket list. Bucket list. We didn't even mention it at all. Yeah, we have not said what we watched until now. We, we also we have not Rat picked what kitchen. we're watching next week. Just we watched TBS's <laughs> Rat in the Kitchen. The very first episode. Um, um, who wants to explain what the show is? So, also. um, Rat in the Kitchen, we have briefly talked about it before, is a cooking show competition show on TBS. It's very, um, it's has the same essence of, I think it's called The Box. It's a YouTube series from The Cut, maybe? I think so. Um, that's like six something and and one person is like six conservatives and one person is actually very liberal and you have to decide who the liberal is and if you get the liberal out like you identify who the liberal is then all the conservatives win money um so it's very much that um where it's six chefs all of them are kind of at different levels but are none of them are like world famous but all of them are like decent chefs mm-hmm. um and one person is trying to sabotage everybody else they present um a certain amount of dishes each dish is worth a certain amount of money and if the rat successfully sabotages then the rat like gets to take that money from like the group pool of money and gets its own gets their own like pile yeah um and then at the end of the episode, the group tries to identify who the rat is. And if they do it, um, then the group wins the money. And if the rat is successful in not being identified, then the rat wins all the money and nobody else gets money, which is, cool, which is wild. I liked it. I, I thought it was fun. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I really liked it, but there was things I'd change about the specific format, I think, to make it a better show. Like, I think that, like, the concept is great. I don't think I fully loved the execution quite yet. There were some things I loved, and there's just some things that I was like, eh. Um, I don't know. I didn't, the whole cooking part, I think, could just be worked on. Like, them, yeah, like, constantly, yeah, like, switching around. It just doesn't work for me. And this, 
in a way that like was entertaining i think it's just like the actual cooking mechanics how do you get it so that people can sabotage each other's dishes other than just being like hey now everyone just mix up it as a viewer it's like very hard to keep track of what's going on um you almost don't need to but in a game where it's kind of built is like can you find the saboteur i felt like there was just too much happening to the point where i was like unable to personally track it but i loved how like campy it was and how like it was how so yeah it was edited like um a wow presents thing kind of like uh like where they would just like throw in these like editing jokes that like really roasted the contestants that i thought was really funny Mm -hmm. um they really edited that one girl to be just annoying as fuck when yeah yeah. people said like (laughs) She's too annoying. She has to be the rat. And then she wasn't. My favorite part was, okay, first of all, I love the host. She's, I know her from like, you know, like the roasts that they do, that one guy does. Comedy Central? Yeah. Like she, I think she was at like the Justin Bieber roast or the Pete Davidson roast or something like that. She was so funny in it. I don't remember. But she was really funny, I think, as the host. I I think she's my favorite part about the show. Yeah. Um, What's her name? natalia uh, or oh yeah like um i'll look it up at the beginning when they're like introducing the contestants the annoying girl is like talking and talking and talking and they do like the funny editing where it, like they could easily have taken like a minute but because they cut it to make it look like it's longer with like these like long panning shots that switch to like different shots and like it just makes it something time is passing yeah. yeah uh and then she says something like some people tell me I'm really annoying and I just need to shut up. And the host goes, is it okay if we tell you that now? I <laughs> lost my shit at that. I thought that was so funny. She's Natasha Legaro. is the yeah. name of the host. She was good. I liked the chef also. Like, <laughs> He's funny. I've seen him before too. Ludo I can't remember what it was. I think he I've seen of, him on like Top Chef or something. He kind of reminds me as like the, I guess like the French chef from, uh, uh, from Nailed It. Nailed It, yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely that vibe. Chef Ludo was on the show called The Taste. He I watched that show. Has a show called Ludo Bites America, which is that's oh hilarious. my god, that's a horrible no. name. No, that's, <laughs> that's so funny. And I I liked it because I didn't know who the rat was. Like yeah, I, I didn't like, know. I had no idea. I was like, so yeah. blindsided by finding out who the rat was. He did a very good job. Yeah, I also. Good the strategy. editing also is like good with that too like diverting your like with the fish oil guy you like really mm-hmm. thought it was him yeah the best part about the show for me is the voting mechanic where they take giant butcher knives and slam them into a block just to yeah. vote for who they want to go for who the rat is it's um so campy which is so funny i think this is i think i would make if i was to fix the show I would make it four people and I would have more rounds of voting. I think the person should go home if you vote them out. Like, you think, like, the oh, like more the... like the box where yeah, you because be like, do you think you got the rat out? Yeah. Do you think you got the rat out? Because I think it's kind of boring that we only see it one time and then it's over. It's revealed. Like, I think I... it's more fun if it's like increasingly difficult. Like, I just think there was something missing for me from the format. I agree, but that would like logistically then you would know if you got the rat out because then the dishes wouldn't be sabotaged after. Yeah, that's not what I mean. I mean, like if they get it out, it's over and they can start a new group or whatever. 
but if they don't, they keep going. And so if like the rat, maybe five people, and if you can get, if at the, the final three, the rat still doesn't go home, like two people can't pick the rat out of the three, oh, the yeah. rat wins the most money or all the money. That, like, I just think it's, it was just a little, I don't, I couldn't, too many people, I think was, first of all, was an issue for me. And then just too much chaos in the cooking. Like I want it to just be a little bit more something to chew on. I, I really like the, this concept i just think the format is a little bit clunky i definitely got a little bored with the cooking uh i didn't mind it i i felt like the cooking went by pretty fast honestly but i i think that the chaos like the chaos it is chaotic but i think that works for it because if it wasn't so chaotic then i feel like it'd be much more obvious who the rat is like you need all that like running back and forth and people yelling at each other and crazy things happening like in order to i don't think you have to like switch positions all the time though to make that happen i just think that was like too much i think you can make it like what if it's like an overcooked style kitchen where you can only go in one direction around the kitchen Mm. so like you it's still like moving and chaos, but like you could run past someone's dish and throw some salt in there and like just fuck well, with them. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't know for sure that that's not how it is. Yeah, that's true. Because we've yeah. only seen one, only one episode has come out. I personally think I will keep watching because I really did enjoy it. It's, it was teetering the line of, I don't think that I could just like sit down and be like, I'm going to watch Rat in the Kitchen and that's the only thing I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. It kind of teeters the line of like a show that you put on in the background and like what we call a hotel show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a hotel show, but I don't think it's a full attentive show. I agree. Yeah. I think it's that really like, because you got to kind of like pay attention to like what people talk about and do. But it's, I mean, but you, the thing with it is like, you really can completely focus in and try and solve it yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think like if you, knowing if yeah, you like, don't, then you're not like losing anything. Yeah. I think after seeing one episode, it could be fun to really just go like, okay, like this is, we know kind of how the rat works or like this person worked as the rat. Like I'm really going to like focus up and yeah. check out what the editing, cause they're a little sly with it. You know, that red herrings. And I think it could be fun to watch again. Uh, I would, I would catch another episode if I had nothing else to do. Yeah, I'd definitely watch it again. Yeah. I don't think I'd like record it though. No, but yeah, I, I think definitely this is the this is the kind of show that I'd seek out, but it's not the kind of show that I would like. I wouldn't have a watch party for rat in the kitchen. I, no. I'm feeling I'm feeling like also like it's kind of like with the box where it's like if you really like the first episode, you're like, okay, I could binge this. You know what I mean? Like I, this show to me is better to binge than to like watch week to week. Like yeah. I would rather like sure. sit in my bed, watch like three episodes straight than do like three weekly uh, yeah. scheduled meetings of me and Rat in the Kitchen. Well, and it's very, I think because it is so fast paced, that also adds to like the bingeability of it. Yeah. It mm-hmm. like watching the first episode, it like totally zoomed by for me. It was very easy to absorb yeah yeah 
sure. Well, do we want to rate this show? Yeah, let's rate it. How many rats out of 10? Mm. Ooh, a little tough. I think I really enjoyed it. I think I'm going to give it seven and a half rats out of 10. I'm also going to give it seven and a half out of 10. I was going to give it seven. That's that's pretty solid. That's that's really solid. for, For being a show that none of us have had like a previous tie to, this might be like the most like unbiased first watch of a show that we've all had together and that's yeah. like had this great, great i think name. it's yeah i think it's actually i'm gonna give it a six and a half because okay. i think i think if if it fixes the format a little bit it'll go up to a seven for me but if it doesn't and it just does the same thing every time of like we rotate i'm gonna get bored with that yeah so we rated it exactly the same as we rated Bridezilla's. um 21.5 out of 30, um, which is just below um, Great Food Truck Race, just above something like Face Off or Project Runway or Finding Bigfoot or Dance Moms. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Right where we did not pick a show for next week, and I think it's Taj's turn. So, Taj, what would you like to watch on the bucket list next week? Any uh, show you want. I'm, I'm ready to be on the spot like that. Um, okay, we'll vamp for a second. Yeah, yeah. How about you guys vamp for a second? There's um coming up next week. We're gonna be talking about the next episode of Survivor, which I believe will be the last episode before the merge. Depends. Um, I'm just basically on 41, where the merge is at 12 people, and that was where we will be after this week, which is crazy. We're already over a third of the way through Survivor. That's wild. Survivor as an adult, Survivor goes by so much faster than it does kid. I used to feel like Survivor was so long, and like the seasons would be like, like I would be like, oh my god, the, the pre merge was so long ago. Now I'm like, it's literally like a month, like it's so quick. <laughs> okay, I okay, got you have, it. Do you have a choice for us? Okay, yeah, and uh, this is something where uh, Elsa, I would not cancel your Discovery Plus subscription yet because oh we can watch it on there, but. I've never seen this show before. This might be this might be fun. I think it might be some a, a look back in an old time. Oh, is it uh, not on anymore? It's, I, actually, I don't know, but it, it was big back Wait, in the day. Can you can you use a hint so we can guess? Which is it? TLC show? Um. Oh yeah, no, it's over. It's over. Uh, do uh, NBC is when it initially ran. NBC. NBC the USA Network. I have no idea what this It has is. 17 seasons. Started in 2004. We're going to be watching The Biggest Loser. Oh my god. <laughs> I've watched this show a lot. Yeah. I've never seen this show. This show I... is so fucked up yeah <laughs> i have a feeling it's gonna be very problematic i'm feeling it's gonna be very problematic so problematic oh but you I... know what we've we've looked at stuff in the past as well. yeah no I think... I think this is a great choice i'm so i'm so perfect. glad that you picked this that's so i would not in a million years i used to watch the biggest loser like when it was on me too my mom definitely used to watch not since i was like 11 yeah not for so long like oh definitely over a decade 
maybe this okay elsa i need you i need you to to validate this for me the biggest loser holds the same space in my brain as extreme makeover home edition like same time in my life kind of it just merged together for me yeah same feeling yeah oh my god the biggest loser that'll be fun we'll watch that we got survivor we got drag race got a whole lot to look forward to maybe we'll have a guest next week i don't know maybe probably not as a guest i don't know just we're keeping the door open the foot yeah maybe the door open maybe we'll see who walks out that's all we got for you though you just got real bye 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 Bye. and we'll get real with you it's time to get real with Caradon Satosh. Yeah, they have a plan. Grab your dreams, man. And we'll get real with you. Wow. Wow.